You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a family moved to Napa and created one of the largest private wineries in the world. Antina Talk. Did you catch the Rogue One Easter egg in The Last Jedi? By Graham McMillan. Yes, Star Wars, The Last Jedi is in theaters, and that's all you really need to know. Well, that and the fact that it made a lot of money and has been surprisingly divisive amongst fans. Maybe. Now you're all caught up. Let's just get on with things, shall we? Everyone loves The Last Jedi Part 1. The source. The cinemas around the world. Probability of accuracy. Entirely on point. The real deal. Turns out, a lot of people wanted to see Star Wars The Last Jedi. The movie's opening weekend earned $220 million domestically, making it the second biggest opening for a movie in box office history behind Star Wars The Force Awakens, for those wondering. Internationally, it took in another $230 million for a worldwide gross of $450 million. With a take like this, no wonder Disney is giving writer-director Ryan Johnson an all-new trilogy of his own to play with. Everyone loves The Last Jedi Part 2. The Source, Online Metrics and Those Who Study Them. Probability of Accuracy. That's the question, isn't it? The real deal. So did people actually enjoy Star Wars The Last Jedi? Upon the movie's release, there was a lot of talk about backlash against the movie because of its surprisingly low audience score for the movie on Rotten Tomatoes. The reaction set off all manner of think pieces about whether or not the movie was somehow disappointing or betraying fans and questioning some of the series' core concepts. But the truth might be far more banal. An anonymous Facebook user claimed to be using bots to drive down the movie's score on the site as protest against Disney's treatment of the franchise, while social media analyst Synthesio released data that suggested that around 70% of sentiment shared online about the movie was overwhelmingly positive. So, you know, it's as popular as any other Star Wars movie, basically. So about that big reveal. The source, The Last Jedi Writer-Director, Ryan Johnson. Probability of accuracy? 
in his mind at least 100%, the real deal. So was the Last Jedi reveal about Rey's parents a fake-out or the truth? According to Ryan Johnson, the answer is, it depends. I can't speak to what they're going to do. And there's always in these movies a question of a certain point of view, he told Entertainment Weekly about the reveal that Ray's parents were, as she put it, nobody, he went on. But for me, in that moment, Kylo believes it's the truth. I don't think he's purely playing chess. I think that's what he saw when they touched fingers, and that's what he believes. And when he tells her that in that moment, she believes it. His reason for deciding to go down this path, he explained, was to make things more difficult for the characters. The easiest thing for Ray and the audience to hear is, oh yeah, you're so-and-so's daughter. That would be wish fulfillment, and instantly hand her a place in this story on a silver platter. The hardest thing for her is to hear, she's not going to get that easy answer. Not only that, but Kylo is going to use the fact that you don't get that answer to try and weaken you so you have to lean on him. You're going to have to find the strength to stand on your own two feet and define yourself in this story. Now, will J.J. Abrams agree when it gets to episode 9? That's still a mystery. The Rogue One Easter Egg You Might Have Missed in The Last Jedi The source, of all places, last year's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Probability of accuracy, surprisingly good. The real deal, proof positive that there's some benefit to developing movies simultaneously, came this weekend. When fans realized that Rogue One, a Star Wars story, has a throwaway reference to an important plot point in The Last Jedi. While scanning the Empire's database to find the Death Star plans towards the end of the earlier movie, Jin Erso mentions a number of projects in the works, including hyperspace tracking navigational systems, which of course the method used by the First Order to track the Resistance in the new movie. Apparently the bad guys had been working on this stuff for a long time, just imagine what Finn and Rose would have been able to pull off if Jin had stolen a few more plans. Meanwhile, what lies ahead looks dark. The source, fan investigation. Probability of accuracy? It certainly seems legit. The real deal. And now that everyone is thinking about 2019 Star Wars Episode Nine, it's apparently time to reveal the movie's working title. Fan site Fanthatracks reported last week that the movie will be shot under the name Black Diamond, with the production company set up to keep things under wraps being called Carbonado Industries UK Limited, Carbonado being the proper name for Black Diamonds. Production on the movie starts early next year with J.J. Abrams at the helm once again. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how this family created one of the largest private wineries in the world right now. We started making wine in 1948, one bottle at a time. Today, we produce nearly 20 million cases a year. Chubb has helped us grow for the past 30 years. They helped us prevent equipment problems during harvest and provided guidance when we started exporting internationally. Now we're working with them on cybersecurity. My grandfather taught me to make a wine that over-delivers. Chubb over-delivers. Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.